With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome in to DNVR Bets Daily, a new show hosted by myself, RK, and my man, Professor <laughs> Dre, a.k.a. the Math Magician. Oh, that's what they're oh, calling the him Math the Magician. Okay, As you I can see, it. folks, the future is very bright, <laughs> so I had to throw on some shades here. I also just feel like people yeah. who just make money, like, wear shades. So... I'm bringing the vibes. There's I wonder, a, I wonder if you've met many people who've made money. <laughs> You're trying to concerned. tell me that every rich person you know doesn't constantly wear sunglasses? I don't know. I think a lot of rich people, they're working constantly, you know, so it's that real balance of working and chilling, and the shades are being worn on the chilling time. I just thought they wore shades because it just attracted dollar bills. <laughs> well, I call it the dollar magnet. So bright that. Okay, okay. I'm coming around to your (laughs) third theory. Yeah, I mean, just look how bright it is. Can you see that? It's crazy. Anyways, this is going to be really fun. We're really excited to do this show daily for you guys. It's going to be hopefully quick, nice and digestible. The idea of this is for you to hop on here sometime during the day. Usually these will be uh, posted in the morning. If you listen to it podcast style, you'll find it there under DNVR Bets Daily. And if not, you can catch us live on the Twitter feed in the morning. But the goal would be to come on here, give you guys a good line that you can check out that day. Obviously, when sports are back to normalcy, we will be back uh, or we will be here in a kind of different capacity, more about giving you our favorite bets of the day. Until then, it's going to be more about giving you our favorite props Maybe some some KBO, if you know what I'm talking about, Dre. A little oh, Korean yeah. baseball, if that you know suits your fancy. But we're going to try and have a lot of fun with this. We're going to try and make some money. We uh, we can't make any guarantees, but I have to say, uh, I've obviously never once in my life placed a bet. That would just be illegal if I had done that before Friday. Mm-hmm. So I definitely have never done that. But if I had, I would say that I've been pretty good in my career. There you go. And I haven't course, had many losers, so and you for, know. of course, Professor Dre here was the former head of BSN ATS. That is a big time throwback. If you know what that that's is, right. you are a serious <laughs> BSN OG. Right. So right. you can uh, stay yeah. in my basement if you ever need a place to, to chill. <laughs> if you if you're back from the ATS days, yeah, definitely. BSN ATS, of course, was BSN against the spread. And you put together formulas and all sorts of stuff to churn out winners from all the football, uh, college football, NFL, and whatnot. And if I remember correctly, you did pretty darn well. 
We did pretty well. Not too many uh, losing seasons there. And uh, we were right on top of Vegas, especially in predicting the lines. Those numbers are dynamite and I'm bringing them back. So hold on tight and strap on your seatbelts, folks. All right. All right. So again, excited to be doing this on a daily basis. We'll be here with you. And of course, uh, DNVR Bets Daily is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And let me tell you, folks, because... DraftKings comes into Colorado and they have, uh, you know, uh, betting is legal. They put out this fantastic app for everyone to get on. And and you would think that would be enough, right, Dre? I mean, to say the least, yeah. But no, they drove in a Brinks truck and literally are just driving by everyone's house and just saying, hey, you guys want some free money? We got free money right here. We got a money printer in the back of this truck that we are going to set down in Colorado and just let you press print as many times as you want. And that, of course, is what they're calling the DK Mile High Salute. Andre, Boy, is it this is quite the salute here because the first line that they put out here in Colorado is Broncos over under six and a half wins. Of course, we have a graphic there that says seven and a half wins because mm-hmm. that – is what you're getting most places. And that you're probably going to get at minus 110 if you're getting good value. Yeah. Well, what was originally a minus 305 bet at DraftKings for Broncos over uh, under six and a half wins, they're giving you even money. Insane. They're giving you even money on Broncos over under six and a half wins. Andre, tell the people what they've got in front of them. Yeah, I mean, all this green makes me feel like... Um... DraftKings has really come in Robin Hood style and is just giving back the money to the people. I mean, they are gifting you a win. In an NFL season with 16 games, that win is gold. And to give it to you at even money is truly spectacular. The other noteworthy thing here is the Broncos, who won seven games last season with you know a depleted roster, three different quarterbacks, they still managed to win seven games despite all the bad luck at the beginning of the season. And what's interesting there is the seven and a half. That's the actual line. Exactly. Quickly, for those of you who are uh, just getting involved here, maybe just downloaded DraftKings on the phone um, or, or and are just getting into sports betting, I feel like it's a bet like this, a line like this, that always gets you in. It's something that you see that you say, I just can't pass that up. For me, I remember it very clearly, Andre. Of course, <laughs> if I had ever bet before it became legal in Colorado, certainly, certainly. it would have been on, I want to say the year would have been 2015. And the line came out on Colorado basketball versus Colorado State. The Buffs were minus 2.5. And the Buffs were good that year, and the Rams weren't very good. Now, this was before I had come to terms and understood the fact that no matter what, except for this year, CSU always plays the Buffs tight at home. And I just thought, there's no way. This is such a great line. So if I had been betting, I hypothetically put a lot of money on mm. this line. And the Buffs won by three. Half point cover. So that was my uh, indoctrination. If, if, of course, I had ever bet, that would have been my indoctrination. Yeah. So anyways, that's my story of... Uh, and I feel like this is this is one of those bets that if you see it, you just got to jump on it. And you have until yes. tomorrow. More so than the one you just talked yeah. about. 
better line. I, yeah, I was a little clouded in my judgment. I think um, so. Tomorrow at midnight is when that expires. So get in on it if you can at the six and a half. I mean, you're asking the Broncos to replicate what they did last season with Joe Flacco and Brandon Allen yeah. starting more than half of the football games. You're asking them to replicate that. They can do that. I promise you they can do that. But let's say, Andre, let's make this conversation a little more interesting. Let's say you don't get in at DraftKings Mm -hmm. at the six and a half. And let's go back to the seven and a half, which is the line most places in Vegas right now. Andre, Mm -hmm. I know you, you still really like that line. Yeah, I really do. And I think it's noteworthy that it's seven and a half. What Vegas is telling us, because Vegas is using the same kind of metrics I'm looking at, is that the Broncos, based on their offseason improvements, are a half win better than they were coming into last season. You know, we talked about the bad luck at the beginning of last year. It kind of evened out by the end of the season, stuff like the Shelby Harris interception. But where it's really interesting and, you know, off-season additions, you can make a lot of arguments. But they kind of gained what they lost um, in free agency with the veterans that matter. So a half win seems about reasonable, even though I know that might seem stingy for how much better they look like. When I plug in the numbers based off last season's performance, the Broncos were a seven-win team. When I plug in, when I isolate the performance just based on when Drew Locke was on the field, that was a nine-win team. And that's where I think as we get closer to the season, seven and a half in retrospect is going to look like free money as well, because this is going to keep climbing to eight and I'll still like it at eight. I'll still like it at eight and a half. I might even like it at nine because nine is with Drew Locke and the team he had last year. It's not with all the additions that Vegas has already told us they're a half win better. So really the Broncos are a nine and a half win team. If we isolate the performance that Drew Locke had, as a first-time starter with limited practice time. Can you just quickly, Professor Dre, take mm-hmm. us into the uh, formula? Don't give away you know, the state secrets. Of but course. What of are course. you using to calculate these projected wins? Yeah, the estimated win formula is really an application of the Pythagorean theorem. It's kind of an old Bill James, the, uh, you know, the godfather of sports analytics. Uh, It's one of his formulas. He used it for baseball, and now it's adapted to football. And uh, it's really all based on point differential. So we really try to go game by game through a 16-game season. How did the points stack up and who overperformed or underperformed? For example, my numbers show teams like Buffalo or Green Bay potentially overperforming and being poised for a regression season. The Broncos instead... And so it all stems from point differential. And that's why there's this variance from when Drew Locke was on the field and when Drew Locke wasn't playing for it. Sounds great to me. And I think this is this will be a uh, pattern that might play itself out here. As, as a math magician yourself, you mm, understand mm. patterns. The uh-huh. pattern will be you using numbers, me using my eyes that exist behind these sunglasses. Oh, well, allegedly. So let me ask you a couple of questions. Yeah. Looking at the body of work from last season, mm-hmm. did the Broncos get better at quarterback? Yeah, yeah, I, I would say so. Okay, did they get better at running back? They certainly improved their uh, their second, their backup running back. I would absolutely agree with that. Are they better at the tight end position? They are, yes, yes, they are deeper, more stable. Um, I think more consistent, yes. Are they better at wide receiver? 
significantly at wide receiver quite quite an injection of talent this offseason is their interior offensive line better to me, yes. Some might argue that with McGovern and Leary being lost and you plug in Cushenberry and Glasgow, you you basically about even. Okay, I'm going to say significantly better. And if, and this is the biggest if, but it doesn't really matter in the grand mm-hmm. scheme of all the yeses you just gave me. Mm-hmm. If Juwan James is healthy, did the Broncos get better? Will the Broncos be better at the tackle positions? Right, significantly so. Yeah. And let's not forget how much better Garrett Bowles played with Drew Locke on the field. Right, the entire offensive line, how much they benefited from that. So you can conceivably say here that the Broncos got better at all, if not almost all, positions on the offensive side of the ball. Yes, yes. Okay, let's flip it over. Defensive line, the addition of Jarrell Casey, the re-signing of Shelby Mm -hmm. Harris, obviously that doesn't formulate into whether they got better. Did the Broncos get better on the defensive line? Yeah, you're swapping Wolf for Casey. Uh, Casey, arguably already better and more reliable based on less injury questions. So, yes. Okay. With a healthy Bradley Chubb, are the Broncos better at outside linebacker? Yeah, I mean, much like with Juwan James on the tackle, significantly so. Inside linebacker, much of the same, although you do add Mm -hmm. Justin Stranod. Sure. Minor improvement, maybe. Right. Right. Uh, More depth, at least. Safety, you lose Will Parks, um, but you mm-hmm. do retain the two main pieces there. I say right. pretty much a, a, maybe a little bit of a net negative because you do lose Will, who was a nice depth piece. But in the end, shouldn't affect you on the field that mm-hmm. much. And then corner is the one where you could say that they might have gotten a little bit worse. Well, and that all depends on Bryce Callahan. Because if Bryce Callahan plays even half a season, they're significantly better than they ever were last year. That's true. So I just so, flipped it on you. Uh, you did. We flipped you, roles, yeah. Thank you. You're making my point even better. Mm-hmm. So as I'm getting here, you can make the argument that the Broncos got better at almost every single position on the football field. And I tried to make the argument that they might have gotten worse at one and you shot me down. So yeah. they, you might not even be able to say that they got worse anywhere across the line. Now, you're asking them to win one more football game at seven and a half at six and a half. I mean, you're just asking them to do the same thing all over again, seven and a half. You're asking that football team that we just laid out to win one more game. And we know attrition is going to happen. There will be injuries. I'll touch wood for our DNVR Broncos podcast listeners. Yes. Uh, There will be stuff that causes attrition and and probably by week 17, you won't be able to look at that exact roster Mm -hmm. and say they're better at all these positions still. Right. But you're asking for one more game. And to me, that makes this a no brainer. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned it earlier that by the end of the summer, this is probably going to go up. And that to me is why you said you definitely get on it in the next 24 hours or 27 hours and get on that 6.5. But if you don't get the 6.5 and you're going to get the 7.5, get on that fast too. Because as more people, I mean, here's a a little insider tip, I guess. As more people join on with sports betting in Colorado, there are going to be more bets on the Broncos. I can tell you this from when I was in Vegas and I saw I was there for the Pac-12 tournament. And there was a number on the board for Arizona to win the Pac-12 tournament. And it was, you know, they were up there. 
mm-hmm. but it wasn't anything crazy. Well, that was on Wednesday. On Thursday, all of the Arizona fans got there. And that number just got worse and worse and worse and worse because in the end, they're trying to spread out the money on this stuff. And the point is, as more people in Denver start downloading DraftKings, putting money in and betting on the Broncos, that number is going to go up. So get in on it soon. Yeah, I just think this will keep climbing basically all summer. So you might as well invest early because this is just an asset that's going to appreciate for a while. What else you got for me on this win total? Why you like it? Why you like the Broncos here? Yeah, I mean, how you laid out the the improvements, I think, seem seem obvious. And what's really going to matter is the quarterback. I think the only hole here is that it's a young offense with a young quarterback and a new offensive coordinator. That is the one as we try to kind of assess risk in making these bets and try to make the smartest possible moves. That's the only concern. But aside from that, I mean, I like just about everything. I I don't know what else there is to say when we've laid it out pretty pretty perfectly. We've gave you the math, we gave you the breakdown. I, I could assess the schedule here, but even there, I think I think it's looking fairly favorable for them there too. Well, why don't we just take a quick peek at the schedule? Please. And by Thursday night, we should know the order of this. Uh, And this is a little tease for that. We will be doing a DNVR Broncos live schedule release reaction Mm. show. So uh, exciting to be able to break that down live with you guys. And to the person in the comment who just asked why I have sunglasses on, it's because the future is bright. Future is bright. We're about to make a bunch of money. Um, So anyways, aside from that, here's what we're looking at for the Broncos opponents in 2020. Mm -hmm. At Atlanta, as we now know, Atlanta will be at Atlanta for real, not in London, which is probably a little bit of a detriment for the Broncos. But a game that you would expect to at least be close if they're not Mm -hmm. minorly favored. Mm Mm-hmm. At Carolina, Broncos would be favored for sure. Yes. Then you've got Kansas City, of course, at home and away. Los yep. Angeles at home. Los Angeles Chargers at home and away. Las Vegas Raiders at home and away. I think you're going to get a sweep out of one of those two uh, West Coast teams, uh, Los Angeles and Las Vegas, if not both. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really don't feel good about the Chargers at all. Uh, and. The Raiders are the Raiders. You probably split with the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Buffalo at home. You're going to like games like that at home. Yeah, that's huge. And Miami, they're a regression candidate for me. Yes, for sure. Miami at home. Yeah. You like that. New Orleans at home. This is one. This is where you get into toss-up territory. You yeah. love home games, obviously. But in the end... Right. Sure. You're playing against good teams. Mm-hmm. It's a toss up. It's kind of the way I look at it is when I'm looking at these sort of numbers. Bad team at home win. Average team at home likely win. Good team at home toss up. Yeah, that's a that's a nice way to look at it there. Okay, you've got Tampa Bay at home. Mm. Tough. Yeah. yeah, tough. Tennessee at home. You like that? You talk about regression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. At New England. You know, you 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 want yeah. to be afraid of the Patriots, but I can't say there's too much to be afraid of right now. Away though, on the road. 
Certainly. Yeah, and that's and it's the opposite on the road, right? right? right. You play a good team on the road, it's a loss. Mm-hmm. You play an average team on the road, it's uh a I don't I don't know. You you're chalking it up as a loss. Yeah. You play a bad team on the road, it's a toss up. Yeah. Yeah. So at New England, that's going to be tough, even though I think they have a chance to be a bad team. Uh, at New York Jets. Nice. At, and then at Pittsburgh. So it's not a schedule that you absolutely love, mm-hmm. but I wasn't counting. I guarantee you we got to eight. Yeah. I mean, and we could go off of the beauty is what Vegas is telling us. A lot of those teams, especially the ones you were mentioning early, don't have win totals by Vegas that are higher than the Broncos seven and a half. And then once you even get into that Pittsburgh territory, you're still talking about a team that's at eight and a half Patriots at nine, very comparable where, where, where I have the Broncos estimated based on their play under drew lock. That's what we got to remember. This isn't the Broncos you saw for the first 11 games. These are the Broncos. You saw the final five where, you know, the offense was good, but it's not like, it was some impossible to reproduce offense. They were averaging 21 points a game. They, they were just giving themselves a chance on offense. And all of a sudden they, they, they put some games together and started winning. Yeah. So again, dive on the 6.5, write that down, dive on the 6.5. And if you can get the 7.5 while it's still alive. Yes. You got that? You got the whole, whole Love it. dive Beautiful. on the 6.5, get the 7.5 while it's still alive. Excellent. That Putting that in a really teacher's well term, done. you know, you can just spread that out to the class and they'll all understand it. That's how you would have taught is little rhy- preachy rhymes like that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and speaking of preaching, I got, I got one more for the people. And, and there's a big difference between my analysis and... I'm just giving this out because I'm a fan. And everyone knows that I'm a diehard, lifelong fan of the LG Twins. The LG Twins, in their home stadium, I believe, taking on the Doosan Bears, also in their home stadium. They share a home stadium. What can I say? Oh, okay. LG Twins plus 117. Korean Baseball League, juice to get us started. And hey. Former Rockies farmhand, Roberto Ramos, big slugger for the LG Twins. I think he goes yard for them in the debut, uh, like our friend Patrick Lyons, who is tuning in, believes as well. And uh, LG Twins start the season off with an upset of the Doosan Bears. Don't count it against my record, but unless I win, then you can count it against my record. Mm, against the defending champ, Doosan Bears, with the reigning MVP. I don't know. I'm skeptical, Ryan. The Bears... They're going to be a little hungover. Mm, I, I couldn't see it. I could. We see know it. that bear the Bears know how to celebrate a championship. So true. So true. All right. And you got a KBO line for us? Fine. You want a KBO line? Yeah. Our our great our our true uh, Korean baseball insider uh, Patrick Lyons was suggesting this, though I think he was unclear on the line. So I'm really going out on a limb here. <laughs> but um, I I like. The the NC Dinos. Okay. You know what? You just, you just I, like I'm, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go with the total runs here. I'm taking the over eight and a half at minus one oh six. Over eight and a half minus one oh six. Insider tip from Patrick Lyons, yeah. 
who <laughs> just kind of learned this whole setup today. But there you go. There's. But we're. Let, why don't we track? Obviously, we're not going to find out that Broncos pay off. But we'll track <laughs> our own lines and our real stuff over here. Then we'll track our Korean record. I think. I think someone might get hot on the KBO. So watch I out. I think so too. Once we have a little bit of a sample size on the stats, it'll basically be like gambling on the MLB. So I'm looking forward to it. Because <laughs> you just look at numbers and put them yeah, in. Yeah, you're like, machine. oh, there's a good starter. So I'll I'll take that prop on the team that gets the first win wins. And here's the insider tip from Patrick Lyons. Take the over. KBO baseballs will have increased juice after a down year for homers in 2019. Where else can you get this? What insights? I can't believe this. We're literally talking about juice it's balls so in Korea. Amazing. And speaking of juice ball, shout out to Manscaped. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, uh-oh. But, all right. There it is. You got it. Beautiful. What's the, what's the phrase? I'm asking you, Professor. It's a test. The math magician? No, you're the math magician. <laughs> I am the math magician. Oh, what I, is... I, I, I've forgotten. Yeah, I've forgotten your rhyming phrase. I've forgotten it already. Dive on the 6.5. Get the 7.5 while it's still alive. Still alive. It's true. It's there true. it is. I mean, you really should. That is all I have to say for today. Like I said, we're going to try and keep this nice and digestible on a daily basis so you don't have to commit a bunch of time. We'll usually talk about what we're trying to go for early in the show, so if you just want to click in, see what we're picking on the day, you'll be able to find that out. And then if you want to hear us justify it, you can as well. Uh, There was an old podcast I used to listen to um, that did things nice and quick, and I loved it. Of course, if I was ever betting before it's legal in Colorado, hypothetically, there was a podcast out of Vegas that I really liked. So, Mm. we're going to try and keep it nice and quick, nice and digestible. We went probably a little longer than we'd like to tonight, but we had to introduce the show, have a little fun, talk a little KBO here at the end. So anyways, we appreciate you guys tuning in for the first edition of DNVR bets daily. We will be uh, with you every single day. So keep checking in with us. And uh, as I always say, LFG, LG twins. Let's go. Go Daniels. Thank you.